0: Brace yourself and buckle up. You are about to hear a life-changing, history-making, world-defining message from the New Birth Podcast. Tell everybody you know, things will never be the same. New Birth, would you give him glory this morning? Would you give him glory? Would you give him praise this morning? Don't you know he's worthy? He's worthy of all the praise. He's worthy. The glory. See, if we don't pray, the rocks will cry out. So I need just a couple more people to praise Him this morning. Glorify Him this morning. We serve a good God. We serve a worthy God. We serve a magnificent God. We serve a God that can do exceedingly, abundantly, above all we could ask, seek, or imagine. So give Him glory this morning. He's worthy he's so worthy just bless the lord we bless you lord we bless you this morning jesus lord we give you glory here today you are worthy of all the glory all the honor all the praise you are worthy lord we thank you, holy spirit for your spirit that's in this place lord we ask you for an increase of the anointing an increase of your presence, an increase of your spirit and God I'm asking you this morning for an increase of your fire where it's like fire shut up within our bones giving you praise and lifting up your name Jesus if you love Jesus give him a shout of praise this morning hallelujah hallelujah you can be seated thank you Lord thank you Lord Well, my name is Maddie Ray. It is such an honor to be here at New Birth Church this morning. I'm so blessed. Are you blessed this morning? Oh, I'm just so filled. Are you filled this morning? Oh my goodness. You know, I travel all across the nation and I go from church to church to church and you know, there's some churches that you go to and my God, you can just feel the hand of God on some churches. You can see that there are churches that God has raised up to be the hands, to be the feet, to be the mouthpieces, to be the ones that are in the earth doing kingdom work and I'm so grateful to be standing in one of those churches this morning. New birth. You have a wonderful church. You have a wonderful pastor. I'm so grateful for your pastor, Dr. Jamal Bryant. Thank you so much for inviting me here to your wonderful ministry. I am honored and it is a privilege to be here. I'm so grateful to the Lord. You know, I'm so excited to minister this morning. Because I I travel as an evangelist and I preach at churches and I preach to young people but the whole body of Christ as well and I just want all of you to know as there's an emphasis on, on your young people today. I've just got to tell a couple parents that you need to know that God has your children you need not to worry about this generation I know sometimes things might look weary I know sometimes things can look kind of dim but let me tell you something God is drawing the hearts of your children from the youngest to the oldest child that you have God is drawing your children back into the place that God has designed and destined for them to be i believe that this generation as we saw this morning is dedicated unto the lord separated unto the lord and consecrated unto the lord you know I love coming into churches because I'm a church kid my dad is a pastor my mom and dad they founded our church over 27 years ago out in Waukegan Illinois called Church of Joy and I've grown up in church my whole life so I'm a PK kid and you know I love the church God has called me to the church and what I love doing is sharing with churches and church kids that it is possible to live your life for Christ you don't have to leave the church you don't have to walk out the church you don't have to turn your back on God you can stay you can remain you can live your life for God and you can be on fire and passionate for him see I've been in the church my whole life and I I tell people my testimony and I say I can't tell you what it's like to be in the streets what it's like to drink party smoke house sex I can't tell you what that's like but what I can tell you is how to live for God I can tell you how to serve God how to love God how to be passionate for God and how to be on fire for God that's what I can tell you I can't tell you nothing I haven't been in that world I've been in the church but I can tell you how to live your life for God and I can tell your young people every young person sitting in this room I can tell you that it is possible to live for God despite what this culture has despite what this world brings despite what you see it is possible to live for God it is possible to be on fire for the things of God and this morning I'm so blessed because I'm going to talk to you about that fire anybody ready for the fire of God this morning I feel that there's a fresh wind a fresh fire that's gonna fall this morning on new birth I declare it in the name of Jesus Lord let your fire fall we serve a God that's an all-consuming fire let your fire fall this morning Lord I'm going to tell you four ways to let your fire burn for God. How to be consumed by the fire of God. I want every person in the room from the youngest to the oldest to hear what I have to say this morning. I want my young people to pay very close attention. But also every person that's in the room, I want you to hear the word of the Lord as we all speak fire on the inside of us number one if you're gonna be on fire for God you got to know that you have to choose see there's a choice of whether you're going to be on fire for God or not see there's a lot that this world has to offer and for some of you I don't have to preach that to you you know that there's a lot that this world has to offer but we have to choose are we going to go with God or are we going to go with this world Are we going to go with God or are we going to go with this culture? Are we going to go with God or are we going to go with our friends? Are we going to go with God or are we going to go with the trends? What are we going to choose? See, and it says in Joshua that you have to choose ye this day whom you're going to serve. We have to make a choice that we're going to follow after God. There's young people sitting in this room right now you're gonna have to make a decision I'm going to follow God I'm not going to follow this world I'm not going to follow the culture I'm not going to follow my friends I'm not going to follow the trends I'm going to follow God no matter what the cost no matter what it looks like no matter what other people say no matter what other people do think about it i'm going to follow god see in the old testament there was elijah the prophet and elijah the prophet came before the people of israel who were under the rule of jezebel and ahab now jezebel and ahab they were the rulers of that time and they had God's people bound in sexual sin immorality pornography worldly (laughs) i <laughs> Live a little right? See, I I was told that because I've been told, and I say I've been a little offended by this, but I've been told that I have a boring testimony. You know, I've been told saying, oh, Maddie, that's so good. You've had such a boring testimony. That's really rubbed me the wrong way, but I've been told that it's boring, that, oh, you should go out and live a little, but I wonder when the last time was that they read their Bible when they told me that, because I know that my Bible says that Jesus said, I have come that you might might have life and life more abundantly and the most abundant life that could ever be lived is not out in that world but it is in Christ Jesus I needed amen from somebody today the best life we could ever live is found in Jesus not in that world so no I don't need to go live a little I'm already living in Christ Jesus No, I don't need to go experience the world because the pleasures of the world will never outweigh the pleasures of God, never. So again, Elijah stands before the children of Israel, and he says the infamous words in 1 Kings 18, how long will you waver between two opinions? If the Lord is God, then follow him. But if Baal is God, then follow him. I stand here today with a generation that's in our midst, and I ask this generation today, how long? Will you waver between two opinions if you know that Jesus Christ is God then follow him But if he is not then give yourself to the world But we have to make a decision even God says either be hot or cold because if you're lukewarm I'll spit you out of my mouth We have to make a decision, church. Are we going to go with God? Whom are we going to serve? See, Elijah, he gave an ultimatum. It's either God or this culture. Make your decision today. Are you going to give your praise to the world or are you going to give it to God? Are you going to give your attention to the world or give it to God? Are you going to give your time to the world or are you going to give it to God? Are you going to give your love to the world or are you going to give it to God? Who are you going to give your life to? The world or to the God that gave his life for you? We must choose to go with God. Do I have anybody in here that can say, I'm going with God this morning? I need you to look at the person next to you and say, I don't know about you, but I'm going with God. I need you to look at the other person and say, I really don't know about you, but I'm going with God. We are going with God. So you have to choose who you're going to go with, who you're going to serve, if you're even going to have that fire. But number two is you have to come out. Everybody shout, come out. Oh, new birth. I know you can do better than that. Say, come out. We have to come out. It says in 2 Corinthians, come out from among them and be separate. to come out from the things of this world to be set apart and to touch no unclean thing listen church we got to stop touching unclean things this generation my generation stop touching unclean things stop following unclean things stop going to unclean places Stop fellowshipping with unclean people. We have to come out and be who God has called for us to be. Because when you become a born-again Christian, God requires for you to come out. When God calls you out of darkness into his marvelous light, you can't go back to dabbling with the darkness. You can't go dancing with the devil. You have to come out. For the Bible says, what do light and darkness have in common? Nothing. We have to come out and be separate. But let me talk to some of the young people in here right now. God is calling you to come out because he has a plan and a purpose for your life. He has a plan and a purpose for your life. We heard that this morning as your pastor so graciously dedicated so many children in such a wonderful way, giving them over to the Lord, speaking over their futures. See, God has a plan and a purpose for your life. But you better also know that the devil tries to have traps and assignments to come against you. This is why you're going to have to stand for what you believe if you call yourself a born-again Christian you're gonna have to stand for the kingdom of God and come out from the kingdom of darkness God has a plan. a purpose for your life so for some of my young people you might be right in the line because I get it you know we grow up in church sometimes and you know we're going through it all and we love God we come to church but I know sometimes there's still a little dabble because let me tell you this I've traveled from church to church and I have found young people that love God passionate for God but I have yet to find a generation of young people that are not pulled by the things of this world I've yet to find it this generation is pulled by the things of this world But I've also seen a generation that has said, I'm not going with that world. I'm coming out and I'm going with God. There's some of you young people in here right now. God is calling you and you've got to come out. You've got to come out of some of those friend groups. Come out from those streets. Come out from those gangs. Come out from those friends. Come out from those addictions. Come out from those things and choose to follow after God. God is waiting for you. He has got a plan and a purpose for your life. God has a destiny that has already been laid out for you and let me tell you if you're looking for God's purpose if you're looking for God's plan it will not be found in any of those other things it will not be found in the streets it will not be found with your friends it will not be found in the club it will not be found in the bed of your boyfriend or girlfriend it will not be found there it will be found in the presence of God it is found in true relationship with Jesus it is found and intimacy with the Holy Spirit. That is where your purpose and your plan is waiting for you. It's waiting for you. Which brings me to number three, to get that fire on the inside of you. Number three is you have to consecrate yourself to God. Now, where I've gone, I haven't always heard that word consecrate being used in a lot of churches that I've gone to. But consecrate, to consecrate yourself to God or to be consecrated It means to set your life apart. To be set apart for your life to be given completely over to God. I believe God is calling a generation to be consecrated unto him. You know, I've grown up in church and I always loved God. But I had a moment when I was 12 years old. God met me in my room. And he called for me. He called for me and he said, Maddie, he said, I know you're a cute little church girl. I know you're involved. I know you love the church. I know you help your dad. But I'm looking for you. And the Lord came to me and he said, Maddie, I want all of you. And I said, Lord, what what does that mean? My little 12-year-old self, he took me to the word of God where it talks about a group of people in the Old Testament called the Nazarites. And this was a group of people where their name meant the consecrated ones. It meant that they did not eat or drink of the things of this world, nor did they even take on the appearance of this world. Their lives were completely set apart unto God. I'm here to tell a couple young people that might be sitting in the room right now, I firmly believe God is calling you to a place of consecration. I believe, I believe God is calling you to a deeper place in him. A deeper place beyond just going to church. A deeper place beyond just, well, I help out and I do this. All of those things are wonderful. And I am so proud because some churches don't have any young people involved. But this church is thriving with young people, which is absolutely incredible. You know that there is a priority on the next generation in this ministry, which at times is hard to find in America today. But I'm telling some of you, he wants to take you deeper. And some of you, you know it because you feel that pull on the inside. Even as I'm talking to you, you know that you've been feeling this pull from God. God calling you, beckoning you, saying, come with me. I know there's these other options. I know your friends are doing this. I know this is what's popular. I know this is what's trending. But I am calling you to come away with me. I Everyone else is going this way but I'm calling you to come this way and I know for some it might feel like oh but that's a lonely place to be. See nobody else is over there, I know nobody else might be over there but you but let me tell you something, what you find on the other side of what God is calling you into is greater than what you could have ever imagined because let me tell you something, I have consecrated myself to God and I am 24 years old today doing what I'm doing, preaching the way I'm preaching, serving. God. the way I'm serving him traveling the way I'm traveling because I have given my life completely over to God saying God do whatever you want with my life whatever you want with my life Lord at 12 I said you can have it all and he's brought me here today at 24 because of the decision that I made when I was 12 years old to consecrate. God is calling this generation to be consecrated to Him, to live a life that is set apart and dedicated unto God, a life filled with holiness, purity, and righteousness. Oh, I love telling this generation that purity is possible today. I stand as a living testimony that it is possible to be pure in this generation today. I know this world will try to lie to you and say it is not possible and give you every way, avenue, and and, and any kind of space to not live pure. But I'm telling you today, if you consecrate your life to God, there is some kind of protection that even comes over your purity. Where not only do you touch no unclean thing, but no unclean thing touches you. There's a hedge of protection that begins to come around you. Why? Because you're consecrated, dedicated, and separated unto the Lord. Someone say amen to that today. God is calling for that today. Now I'm trying to leave me some time because I don't want to just preach and say amen and go home. I want to take a moment today at the end of my message and I want to pray for some young people today. I want the same fire that's on the inside of me to get on the inside of some of your young people. I want there to be a fresh impartation of the fire of God where this marks a moment in their life and they do not leave out the same. I want to leave a moment for that this morning. So much so that I'm going to ask the worship team to come back out now. Number four of how to be on fire for God and let that fire stir on the inside of you is you have to be consumed. Consumed by the fire of God. Because you know, you hear people that get on fire for God and then a week later, they're off fire for God. A month later, fire is gone. It's gone out. Where'd it go? I was coming to church and now I'm not. I was praising God, but now I'm not. See, that's when you have just a fire and I'm just on fire. But what you can turn on can also be turned off. That's why I like to tell young people, not only do you just need the fire, but you need to be consumed by the fire where it takes over every single part of you. From your mind to your soul to your heart to your body, you're consumed with the very fire of God. Don't you know that in Hebrews it says that we serve a God that is an all-consuming fire? He is an all-consuming fire. When God comes, he comes to clean house. When God comes, he comes to rearrange. When God comes, he comes to transform. When God comes, when you come in contact with the Spirit of God, you does fire consumes fire purifies fire cleanses and fire ignites a new birth let me tell you this morning I'm believing that a consuming fire is going to come upon this generation this morning I believe it there is an outpouring that is going to come because this generation needs it this generation needs a new fire. They need a new anointing. They need a new power. They need the power of the Holy Spirit. Let me, tell you why. Let me tell you why they need the power of the Holy Spirit. Because there's a lot of things like I've already mentioned in this world and in this culture and in this stuff. But you need to know, this generation needs to know, as I know there's many saints, you already know this, that there is a power on the inside of you that is greater than any power that is in that world. That power is the Holy Spirit. It is the power of God that will cause you to overcome anything you are faced with and resist all temptation that comes your way. It's the power of the Holy Spirit. I say this to all that are in the room we need not to be defeated. We need not to sit by. We need not to to, to to bow our knee to the things of this world. We ought to stand knowing that we have the greater one that is on the inside of us. Let me tell you, when you recognize that power, there's no thief, there's no stranger, there's no destroyer, there's no devourer that can come near you, your family, or your children. I need an amen from somebody. Oh, I believe today there's a purification that's going to happen with this generation today, a purification that's going to sweep through your young people this morning. I believe there needs to be a cleansing that comes to your young people this morning, where we are cleansed from this culture, cleansed from the things of this world. You know it says in Romans chapter 12 verse 2, I'm going to say it, or Romans chapter 12 verse 1, I'm going to say it in the message version. It says, don't become so well adjusted to your culture that you fit into it without even thinking. Let me tell you, today we've had a problem of fitting into this culture without even thinking at times. But God is calling for a culture cleanse. Not where we go out and cleanse it, but where God cleanses us from the inside out because when his fire comes it says he sweeps through our whole house cleaning us up oh I love it I love it I love it and you know I know today you probably thought man I didn't know she was going to come with the word of uh, I, I sometimes come and I feel like God's calling me to be like a holiness preacher or something or just talking about all this stuff and all this conviction and everything but let me tell you I love it and let me tell you why I love it because this is the best life you could ever live there is nothing else that is greater than the life that you can find in God there is nothing greater in this world that is better than intimacy with the Holy Spirit fellowship with Jesus Christ and a true relationship with God the Father there is nothing greater nothing I am fully persuaded, nothing could separate me from the love that God has for me and the love I have for him. I preach the way I preach because my heart burns for this generation. It burns for this generation when I see the plight that young people are in, the plight The pull, the tug of war. Because they're such a generation. Oh, they have such tender hearts for the Lord. You're sitting in here right now. You want God. You want to follow God. You want to love God. You want to serve God. You want to please God. You want to live for God. But I know there's a world out there pulling on your soul. And I do all that I can. Oh, in times like this, to just put the devil on notice that he will not have this generation, for this generation belongs to the Lord. This generation belongs to Jesus. If you believe it, shout, Jesus. I said shout, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Let me tell you before I call for our young people forward, I wanna tell you about an encounter I had with the fire of God. Before I call your young people forward, young people, I would get ready because when I call for you this morning, I want you to respond very quickly. I'm gonna call for you to come to this altar and with the time I have, I'm gonna lay hands on you and I'm gonna believe that the fire that's on the inside of me is gonna come on the inside of you. But let me tell you, you better not stay in your seat. You better not sit by. You better not look to the left or to the right and see if your friend is going or not. You better respond to what God is telling you to do in this moment. See, I had an encounter with God, an encounter with God where I felt that same tug of war, where I loved God, but I started feeling pulled by the things of this world. And you know what I did? I went to God and I said, Lord, I've grown up in church. I've had a front row seat as a pastor's kid to see all that you do, but Lord, I'm asking you to reveal yourself to me. I need to know you. Because see, you can grow up in church hearing about Jesus, but never encounter the Jesus that you've heard about. I needed an encounter. I needed Jesus to reveal himself to me. For I knew him for myself, not from my parents, not from my church, not from my friends, but for myself. I needed to know. And so I had a moment, I was with the Lord there were many encounters many moments that were happening and I just started asking I said Lord I just need a fresh fire I just I don't feel as connected I need a fresh fire Lord so I was sitting there in my office one day and I was watching a sermon I was sitting there I was eating some chips and salsa or something having a snack just watching a sermon and I'm sitting there and the man of God calls for young people there and says if you want the fire of God I want you to respond to this altar now And I sat there eating my chips and salsa, seeing all these kids just run to the altar. Teens, young adults, run to the altar saying, I want the fire. And I looked at that, and when I saw it, something in my spirit began to leap. And I looked at that, and I said, God, that's what I want. I said, I want what they have. I said, I want that fire, God. I want your fire, Lord. And I remember that man of God, he looked at those young people, and I'm watching it through a screen. That's why some of you that are watching online right now, I wouldn't miss out on what God's going to do this morning because it's even going to touch you through the screen today. But I sat there. I sat there watching through the screen. That man of God said, I'm going to count to three. And when I count to three, I want you to shout fire. And I felt the Holy Spirit tell me, Maddie, I want you to do that. Now, at first, you would think that I'm like, oh, yeah. At first, I was like, okay, God. I wanted an encounter, but I'm here in my office right now. If I shout fire, somebody's going to think there's a problem, and then the whole moment's going to be ruined. And he said, Maddie, if you want it, you'll do it. I said, okay, God. That man of God, he said, what? I said, oh, Lord, I want your fire. He said, two. Holy Spirit said, Maddie, don't you hesitate. That man of God said, one, two, three. I stood up on my chair, and I said, fire! knocked to the ground in my office i began to tremble and shake from the top of my shoulders to the bottom of my feet i felt some kind of heat on me and i said god what are you doing he said maddie i'm consuming you and from this moment forward you will burn 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 and everywhere you go you will impart that same fire in a generation that so desperately needs it. Church, I'm going to ask you to stand to your feet because I'm going to call for this generation. For any young person that's here today, I'm going to call for you to respond. And worship team, you're welcome to begin to worship this morning. I'm going to count to three and I'm going to call you to come forward and I'm going to come down immediately and I'm going to pray for you. When you come, let's just line them up as they come and I'm going to move quickly and pray for you but when I count to three I want you to respond one two three come now 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 in Jesus name I hope you are energized that you don't need an energy drink what you just heard should have you off and running chasing your dreams, pursuing your purpose, and answering your call. If this was a blessing, share it with somebody else. Don't be selfish. This is what God gave you so that you can be a blessing to somebody who needs it worse.